But I want to kind of give you a little introduction. You know, we're doing part four of a series that we have started four weeks ago entitled Stronger, Empowering Your Future. And you know, the, through this series, God has been speaking to us about becoming stronger. And this is where I really felt the Lord speak to me about, about us as a church, about each one of us as individuals. God, I really felt the Lord speak very strong and say, my people need to be stronger. Because we're living in the last days. And the Bible says in the last days, perilous times will come. What that means is that it's not going to get easier to live in a world that we're, that we're living in in these last days. As you know, God wants a people that are going to be strong in the day when everybody else is probably quitting. God would say people that is resilient, amen, and immovable when everybody else is fainting, amen. God, God wants His people to be a different people. God wants you to have a bulletproof faith. God wants you to be robust spiritually. God wants people of unshakable resolve and immovable and ready to endure any kind of pressure. Amen? Hallelujah. You know, God doesn't just want soldiers. God is not looking for commandos. People that are highly trained, highly skilled to take on fire and to have courage under fire. Does this interest you? Am I speaking to you today? Amen. So this is the, this is the reason for this series. And this is part four of that series. And next week we can have a, a different message that is not part of this series. It's a very important message that, that, I, that I believe is going to impact your life in a very powerful way. But then in, in two weeks time we'll come back to this series. Because I feel the Lord saying over and over again. Just go back to it. People need to be strong. You know, Jesus, he, he told the disciples in, in Luke 22, verse 31, he said, he said, Simon, Simon, you know, indeed Satan has asked for you to sift you as wheat, but, but I have prayed for you that your faith would not fail. And you, when, when you return, be, uh, strengthen your brethren. Amen. So, this is, this is still the calling of Jesus to us, to strengthen one another. I stand here in this pulpit uh, to strengthen you. Because I want you to know that you're going to need it. You're going to need all the strength. You're going to need to be strong in the hour that we're living in. Amen? Yes. Am I in the First Presbyterian Church of Roeville or... God bless the Presbyterians. But, all right, I want you to, I want you to come with me to the opening scripture. This is really the opening scripture uh, in Isaiah chapter 37 and verse 3. And the Bible says this, and I'm gonna, you're going to understand this scripture today. It's, it's central to what we're going to be talking today. And uh, if you don't remember anything else, I want you to remember this, that Jehovah is strength. Can you say that out loud? Jehovah is strength. All right, where am I saying that? Because we're going to be talking about Hezekiah. And Hezekiah's name means Jehovah is strength. So, and they said to him, thus says Hezekiah, this is a day of trouble and rebuke and blasphemy. For the children have come to birth, but there is no strength to bring them forth. Can you say that out loud? No strength to bring them forth. Now, I want to talk to you today and give you a little bit of context from this passage. You know, Hezekiah was the 12th king of Judah, and he was a godly king, a great reformer. He was a builder. 
He was a man of great faith. And in fact, let's look at his CV in 2 Kings 18. This is what 2 Kings 18 says about this man. We're going to get to know him a little bit better. He says, he trusted. He was a man of faith. He trusted in the Lord God of Israel. So that after him was none like him among all the kings of Judah, nor who, nor who were before him. For he held fast to the Lord. He did not depart from following him, but kept his commandments, which the Lord had commanded Moses. The Lord was with him, and he prospered wherever he went, and he rebelled against the king of Assyria and did not serve him. It's a good thing where you don't, you don't serve the devil, but you rebel against the devil. Amen. Uh, and the Bible says that the Lord was with him and the Lord prospered him. Now, Hezekiah is central to this message. And as I said, Hezekiah means Jehovah is strength. He was a man of courage. He was a man of strength. He was a man who stood against the king of Assyria. You know, his father... Hezekiah's father had made an agreement with the king of Syria and said, well, if you don't invite us, we will pay a certain, a certain amount of money. But, but, you know, this man said, well, you know what, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. And he rebelled against Assyria. And that's where the problems started for him. And the Assyrian king came and invaded Judah. And at the time of Isaiah 37, I mean, he's, he's closing in on Hezekiah. And that's where... Hezekiah said these words. He said, this is a day of trouble and a day of rebuke and a day of blasphemy. For the children have come, for, have come to birth, but there is no strength to bring them forth. No strength. No strength. I mean, his name was Yahweh, Jehovah, is strength. But now the man who carried that kind of, that name, I mean, that was on his ID card, whatever he went. What's your name? Jehovah is strength. But now this is what he says when, when danger came, when the Assyrian king came against him, when suddenly, you know, he felt pressured. The king of Assyria sent messengers say, saying to him, you know, not even your God can save you. And he, he pronounced this proverb. He said, well, it's like, I'm not that man with strength anymore. Strength, no. I'm, I'm more like a woman who's been in a long labor, who's been told push, push, but I can't push anymore. I have no strength left, no energy to bring this to completion. My future is withheld within me, and I can't release it. What should have been a joyous moment has become a day of trouble. The pain has been too much to bear, and I've been weakened, and I've been exhausted. The children have come to birth and I have no strength to bring them forth. He's speaking like some impending tragedy is about to happen. He's, he's feeling like a woman who's waited in and is in, is in labor and, and in pain. And, and when the moment came to be strong and, and to push one more time and to give birth to her dreams, to give birth to the expectation of nine months Suddenly there's no strength for that birth. There's no more energy for that moment where energy was required, where strength was required, where power was required. No strength. I find it so interesting that he used the analogy of a pregnant woman. It, and it's not the only time in the book of Isaiah. There's another time in Isaiah 26. 
And verse 18, he says, We have been with child. We have been in pain. We have, as it were, brought forth wind. We have not accomplished any deliverance in the earth, nor have the inhabitants of the world fallen. Why? Because strength is needed to accomplish deliverance. Strength is needed to give birth to dreams. Strength is needed to bring forth your future. Strength is needed to stand in the day of trouble, in the evil day, and having done all to stand, to stand therefore. Strength is needed. That's the reason for this series. So then when your day of trouble comes, you wouldn't be like that pregnant woman who came to the moment of birth. It should have been a glorious moment, but she ran out of strength. She ran out of steam. She ran out of faith that she was not able to bring forth her dreams, to bring forth her expectations, to bring forth her prayers and her future. You know, to many of us, there will be times like this when the enemy comes to intimidate like the king of Assyria and say, well, not even God can help you. Times of discouragement to rob us of the strength to pull through whatever we're facing. That is why God wants you to know that Jehovah is strength. Come on, somebody help me today. Hallelujah. Jehovah is strength. You know, the greatest problem of Hezekiah was not the presence of enemies, but the absence of strength. The children have come to birth, but there is no strength to bring them forth. You know, Proverbs 24, 10 says, If you faint in the day of adversity, then your strength is small. And I want you to know that the evil day, the day of adversity will come to all of us. But if you faint, if you run out of steam, if you run out of energy, if you run out of force and power, then your strength really is small. Now, I want you to find strength. In the promises of God. I want to share with you three places where you can find strength. Find strength in the promises of God. Now our opening text says in verse 3. And they said to him, thus says Hezekiah. Thus says Hezekiah. I'm glad it doesn't say thus says the Lord. Not thus says the Lord. We need to see what the Lord says about every situation. Let's see what the Lord says. Like right here in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 66 and verse 9. This is what the Lord says. Shall I, shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery? Says the Lord. Everyone says, says the Lord. Not Hezekiah, but this is what the Lord is saying. Shall I, shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery? Says the Lord. Shall I, shall I who cause delivery shut up the womb? Says the Lord. You know, we need to focus not on, we need to find our thus says the Lord for our moment. You know, in that moment, it was thus says Hezekiah. And sometimes we say crazy things and we say all the wrong things when we're going through pressure and we're going through tough times. But, but let's strengthen ourselves in what God says, not what we would say or somebody else said or the king of Assyria or the enemies or whoever, amen. It's who says, it's... it's it's thus says the Lord that matters. And this is what the Lord says. Shall I bring the, the time of birth? In other words, if God would not give you something to carry, just then to have it aborted. No, He wants to give you the strength to carry, to carry, and the strength to deliver what is placed in you. Amen. 
So God reveals His will, and God reveals what He will do. And I believe that great strength comes from focusing on the promises of God, focusing on what God says. I'm not saying the things that happen in the world that we should stay uninformed about those things. Stay informed. But when it comes to what you're going to believe, when it comes to what you're going to confess, when it comes to what's going to come out of your mouth, then speak in line with what God says. Amen. What God says. So many people, they spend so much attention in what everybody else is saying. And we have such an overload of information, made it worse even by the invention of WhatsApp and what circulates on Facebook and WhatsApp and all kinds of media. A lot of, some of it fake, some of it authentic, you know. But you know what? At the end of the day, you should focus on what God says. You should apply your energy on what God says. And what comes out of your mouth is what God says. And God says, by His stripes we are healed. God says, no evil shall come near your dwelling. God, I mean, just focus on what God says. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um. Find the, thus says the Lord of your situation. Let's continue reading in Isaiah 37. This is our text. Verse 6, And Isaiah said to them, the prophet, Thus you shall say to your master, Thus says the Lord. Do not be afraid of the words which you have heard. I mean, there's such fear in the world. I mean, I think this whole pandemic has brought up such amazing amounts of fear. And I tell you what, if, if I didn't have God, I probably would also be in fear. But for those of us who have the promises of God and we have God and well, we know where we stand, we should never make decisions based on fear. Hey man, I mean, there are people that are fearful of the pandemic. Now there's people that are fearful of the vaccine. I mean, how can you win? You know, if you're fearful in every direction, I tell you what, fear is never a good way. Amen. Trust in the Lord. Amen. Thus says the Lord. Focus on God says. Thus says the Lord. Don't be afraid of the words which you've heard. Which the servants of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Surely I'll send a spirit upon him and he shall hear a rumor and return to his own land. And I'll cause him to fall by the sword of his own in his own land. You know, focus on what God is saying. You know, the Bible says a thousand may fall at our side, ten thousand at our right hand. But no evil shall come near me. Understand that your life, you don't have to be the statistics. You know, you don't have to be part of, you know, there's uniqueness about your life because Jehovah is strength. Come on. Secondly, find strength in trust. Hezekiah said, this is a day of trouble. And as we saw last week, the apostle Paul had his day of trouble. 2 Corinthians 1.8, I don't want you to be ignorant, brethren, of the trouble which came to us in Asia. It, it, God doesn't want you to be ignorant of how to deal with trouble, because trouble will come to all of us. That we were, you know, which came to us in Asia, that we were burdened beyond measure, above strength, that we despaired even of life. And verse 9, yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not Trust, everyone say trust. trust. Trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. So you know what? Great strength comes from trust. Trust in the Lord. You know, uh, we find strength in trust. Right here in the book of Isaiah, again we read. 
Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, it says, But those who, can we read together? But those who trust in the Lord will renew, will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Great, great strength comes from trust. Great faith comes from trust. Trust the Lord. Whatever is happening in the world, whatever you hear, oh, there's a downturn in the economy, this, that, and the other thing. I mean, I, I, I'm a father. I've got children now that, you know, one day they'll, they'll want to buy their houses and not, not long, you know. And, and when, if you start looking at all of the, what's happening, they go like, whoa, God, you know, the median price of a house in, in, a, in, in, in our cities is now a million. You know, if, if you're going you're to get consumed with that, I think that when we're faced with things that like that and... <laughs> Trust. Amen. Trust. Amen. The Lord will make a way because Jehovah is strength. Amen. Hallelujah. We're not without God and hope and strength in this world. Amen. He'll make a way where there is no way. It's a matter of trust. So find strength in the promises. Find tr strength in trust. Thirdly, find strength in prayer. That's why we're going to have a prayer meeting on the 12th. Is it 12th? 12th. That's right. Isaiah chapter 37, verse 14, and Hezekiah received the letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. And Hezekiah went up to the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. I mean, Hezekiah got a text message from the king of Assyria. He just read on his Facebook page. You know, I'm going to come and I'm going to bulldoze you and you're going to be, you know, and not even your God can save you. Verse 15, then Hezekiah prayed to the Lord saying, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, the one who dwells between the cherubim, you are God, you alone of all the kingdoms of the earth. And he started praying and crying out to God, you are God. You know, the two things he did, Hezekiah went up to the house of the Lord. You know, he could have prayed from his palace, but I really believe that there is tremendous power in corporate prayer. There is tremendous power in coming to a place together with people of like faith. Amen. There is, there is, there is tremendous grace and power that is released. There is a different anointing when we come together and we pray our prayers together. How many of you would say amen to that? Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, we can pray from home. Yes, we can even watch from home. But it is different when we come together. Amen. I love, I love Acts chapter 4 where it says they were threatened. They were threatened, but when they went to their own companions, that's what the Bible says. They, they went to their own companions and they raised their voices together with one accord to God. And they said, God, you who made the heavens and all that there is in it. I mean, they prayed a long prayer. They started in Genesis. And then they went through, you know, David that said, you who said through the mouth of your servant David. It was a long prayer. And the Bible says, and having them prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh, hallelujah. And the Bible says they announced the word of God with boldness. Later on, it says that great grace and great power was upon them all. Hallelujah. 
You know, great stuff happens when we come together and we pray. And that's what he did. He said, well, not right now, I probably need the help. I probably need the support of my fellow believers. I'm going to go to a place filled with believers. I'm going to go to a place filled with people. They're going to pray with me. They're going to cry out to the Lord. Amen. And great things happen. And so he, he prayed. Psalm 138, verse 3. It says, in the day I cried out, you answered me. And you made me bold with strength in my soul. Well, strength comes from prayer. Prayerlessness will always result in weakness. Will always result in a lack of power. Will always result in, in a lack of trust. Will always result your, your uh, spiritual, uh, you, will not, you won't be strong spiritually to withstand the enemy. But when you pray, you know, it says, you made me bold with strength in my soul. Hallelujah. Isaiah, again, chapter 37. We're going to continue reading our text. Then Isaiah, the son of Amos, sent to Ezekiah, saying, Thus says the Lord God of Israel. Again, thus says the Lord. It's what God says that matters. That is great power, great strength in the promises of God. It says, Because you have prayed to me, against Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, because you have prayed to me. You know, when we pray, things happen. And God said, because you have prayed to me. And then he starts declaring what's going to happen to this uh, evil king. So we find great strength in the promises of God, great strength in trust, great strength in prayer. So just in conclusion today, I believe that the greatest lesson we can learn from Hezekiah's story is that Jehovah is strength. Can you say that out loud with me? Come on. One, two, three. Jehovah is strength. What did you learn today in this church? That Jehovah is strength. Hallelujah. He's not a weak God. He's a strong God. And when we draw upon His strength, we bring forth deliverance. The dreams, the plans, the promises of God. Nothing we carry from God will be aborted because Jehovah is strength. Hallelujah. And when the time comes, we will rise to the occasion. When the time comes to completion and the fulfillment of the promises of God, we will not abort the promises and the purposes of God. Amen. We will give birth to those things that God has placed on inside of us. Amen. When the enemy comes to attack you, oh, hallelujah, there will be a strength that is supernatural that comes from Jehovah. God is strength. You know, in fact, I'm amazed as I'm studying this subject of strength and growing strong in God. That, in fact, the book of Isaiah is a wonderful book. Uh, there's so many passages about strength. And apart from the ones I've read today, I'm just going to read a few more. Can I read a few more scriptures? What will happen when I read some more scriptures? I believe that, you know, strength comes from the promises. You're going to be strong. Are you ready to be strong? Amen. Are you ready to be strengthened with might in the inner man? I tell you what, you're not going to get this in the news. You won't get this in nine news tonight, but you're going to get it from this place. Amen. And it's what thus says the Lord that matters. It's what thus says the Lord that moves mountains. It's what thus says the Lord that gives you the strength. It's what thus says the Lord that gives you the victory. Come on. It's what thus says the Lord that makes you a different people. Hallelujah. 
It's living by what thus says the Lord. Uh, uh, this is what the Lord says. Isaiah chapter 12 verse 2. The Lord is my strength and song. Isaiah 25 says, For you have been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm, and a shade from the heat, for the blast of the terrible ones is as a storm against the wall. The enemy comes and he brings a storm against you, but when you're strong like that, it's like a storm against the wall. I'll never forget one day I was preaching in New Zealand and uh, I was going down a, a line of people praying for them and then suddenly I thought I had touched the wall and I opened my eyes and I saw this man that was like Goliath he was huge he was one of those old blacks players you know one of the one of the old blacks have you ever seen the old blacks players I mean those guys they're like and when I laid hands on him of course, I never even reached his head. So I just laid my hands on his chest. And I tell you what, it, it felt like that man was made of concrete or something. I mean, there was a strong, I mean, and, and that's how God wants to make you strong. So when the enemy comes, he finds a wall. He smashes against the wall. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Isaiah 35 verse 4, verse 3 says, Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are fearful hearted, be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with a vengeance, with a recompense of God. He will come and He will save you. Oh, hallelujah. Hey Amen. I'm just doing what God says. I'm telling you, don't fear. Say to those who are fearful hearted, do not fear. Be strong. Isaiah 40, it's one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. You know, are you ready for it? Hallelujah. It says, have you not known, have you not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth? Neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. It gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, He increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young man shall utterly fall, but those who wait on the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah. How does God reveal Himself? Jehovah is strength. One last scripture. And that doesn't even conclude all, all the scriptures in Isaiah that I could quote that speak about the strength of God. Isaiah 50, 58 verse 11. Can you all stand with me today? Amen. Let's all read together. Let's come on. I want you to read that to your neighbor. I want you to declare that. I want you to confess that and say, the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and He will strengthen your bones like a water garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. Everybody say with me, Jehovah, He's strength. He's the strength of my life. Hallelujah. Give the Lord Jesus a big hand. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.